0: take it from the top one two my mic sound nice check one my mic sound nice check two my mic sound nice check three are you ready rock y'all to the beat keep on and you don't stop hey 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 welcome to another episode of nikki starts podcast it has been a minute it's been more than a minute. It's been a couple of months. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I just needed a break. I did. Nikki was tired. Nikki was tired. Um, so I just took some time off to, you know, relax, relate, release, and then some more stuff. Um, because I can't just talk about self-care. I have to practice it. So thank you so much to everybody who has Hung in there with me. I have received all of your DMs, your emails, everything checking up on me and saying how much you missed the podcast. It means the moon to me. So um, let me apologize to you all um, for rolling out, dipping out on y'all and everything. Um, I had one follower say, um, oh my God, it was so triggering. You know, you rolled out on me like dad or you rolled out on me like mom. So my bad. I didn't mean that. I just needed some time. To just, um, cool out a little bit. So, um, the last episode that we had, it was the end of December, um, and we discussed what we were not going to bring into the year of our Lord, 2019. And I really hope that you all have adhered to what I have said or whatever list that you created for yourself. I hope that you all have adhered to that shit because we do not need to keep resetting or pressing, excuse me, the reset but to button to the bullshit that we were dealing with in 2018, 2017, 15, 16, all of that other good stuff um so i hope that everybody is still pushing forward in march coming into april i hope that everybody is enjoying their new year thus far i hope that everybody is dealing with a lot of prosperity um they're getting their ideas off the ground if you do set new year's resolution i hope that you are still sticking to them and you are again pushing through So, um, like I said, I've been busy, busy, busy. I've been dealing with my nine to five, my work, being on call for that, um, my businesses, especially my nonprofit. I just want my people to heal. Um, The tour, motherhood, of course, I have a very um, vivacious 11-year-old Gemini son who just keeps me on my toes, um, and he's like having like twelve kids in one. So um, it's always it's always something, and it's never a dull moment with he and I, um, and just etc. I went to Dr. last month, um, February, and I had a really 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 good time. Um, I just rented a car and just took a map and just explored. You know, I had a really good time in Santo Domingo. Beautiful people, especially I connected with a lot of my Haitian friends, um my friends from Haiti, so um I am looking forward to going back again and also visiting Haiti. I was going to visit Haiti, but they were like, No, we don't take rental cars, and you can't take the rental car to Haiti. You've rented an NBR. You can't take this shit to Haiti. What are you thinking? Um, and I was too um immediate to I guess you have to like take a bus over to Haiti from Santo Domingo, and I was like too much on the nail. So wasn't able to do that, but of course, there is a next time, and that is something um, that I would definitely be looking forward to um, with my new friends that I made out there this go around. So next, my I just want my sisters to heal the women's expo that I had that was sold out. It went amazing. I am just so proud of all of the women who came out, the women who came out in network, the women who came out for sisterhood, all of my co-facilitator facilitators excuse me my panelists my um my vendors my caterer open arms catering make sure if you're in the DC area that you um visit my girl Michelle at open arms caterers or open open arms catering excuse me that's open underscore arms, underscore catering, LLC, I believe. And she also does my meal prep. So if you've been seeing me fit and trim, because that's another thing I've been doing this um new year, is being in that gym. So and her meals have been um amazing. I am transitioning. I don't know if I will go all the way back to vegan again, but I am at this point a pescatarian, nothing but fish, fish, fish. And she just keeps me on my toes with the... um. The fish, and I don't say seafood because I'm allergic to shellfish, so it's been daunting, a daunting task for her to keep me um, cool with the the fish, Uh, because I even have, I'm picky about the fish that I eat, so for her just to have to deal with fish and not shellfish or seafood as a whole, and keep me from not being boring, shout out to my girl Michelle, again, on Instagram, it is at opens... Underscore Arms Catering. I'll I'll double check on my um on Instagram right now, but she not only does catering as she is the caterer also for my I just want people to heal tour and just everything under the e. Nicole brand because I just adore her. But she also does meal preps um, from healthy if you want to um, bulk up, if you want to gain weight, or just um. Events, special events, catering for that, Um, personal chef, if you have like um, a birthday, a special birthday that you want to do, Valentine's Day is past us, but any special event that you have, make sure you hit her up. And I just confirmed it is open underscore arms underscore catering underscore LLC. If you are in the DMV area, DC, Maryland, Virginia, she has your back, hit her up and tell her that Nikki um, sent you. Yeah. So uh, my next I Just Want My People to Heal event will be for men and women, my brothers and my sisters. And that will be April 27th. That is a Saturday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Tickets are on sale at org, And you can also follow the page on Instagram at I Just Want My People to Heal. And this will be a no-holds-bar Um, just a day where I'm going to break everybody up under brothers and sisters. The brothers are going to have their own conversation. I'm going to have brother facilitators. Um, One workshop will be parenting and and fatherhood and marriage without a blueprint. A lot of our brothers, um, they are going into being a husband. They're going into being a father, um, growing up without a father themselves. So like, how do I parent? How do I be a husband? How do I be this father? If um, I didn't have that father in the household, if, you know, maybe my parents weren't married or they were married, but my father was not the ideal husband or the ideal um, father, there's still hope. How do you parent without this blueprint? How do you father without this blueprint, which is the same And how do you be this husband without this blueprint? So my own brother, my blood brother, Donald, will be talking about that. Because not only is he a husband, but he's also a father of three beautiful um, children. Shout out to my nieces and my nephew for that. Um... We're also going to talk about masculinity or not we, because I'm going to be outside of this. It's going to be a a conversation with just the brothers that even I'm not privy to. So you all will be able to talk about anything underneath the sun that pertains to brotherhood. Um, Not just brotherhood, but just dating, just things that come with being a black man. And same thing for my sisters. My sisters are going to be blocked off and I'm going to speak to you all about everything that comes with being a black woman, I'm not just myself, I'm going to have some sister facilitators, I'm going to have a feature poet, um, we're going to have vendors, I still have some vendor slots available, if you want to purchase those, it's just going to be a time, it comes inclusive with your meal, it comes inclusive with your refreshments, all of the above, so again, if you want to get a ticket, com. And let's see what else. Oh, I also in my break I created a women's retreat called the Mending Space, and um, I have one coming up April. No, I'm sorry, August the 30th. It's actually on Mother's Day, not Mother's Day Labor Labor Day weekend, and I put it up on sale um, one night. I think maybe like 9:30 10 p.m. And by the time I woke up, we were sold out. So shout out to all of the young ladies who have purchased their slot. To um, come to this four-day retreat, we will be up in the Catskill Mountains. I found the, oh my gosh, the most perfect um, retreat home in the Catskill Mountains. And I'm going to have myself, it's going to be my girl, Elite. It's going to be um, Yoga Sainu. Um, she does the yoga. I have signed up for some um, one-on-one some one-on-one um, sessions with her. But just a, a weekend where um, the sisters get together and we're going to have um, altar build, building um, classes. We're going to do self, a self-love jar, of course, the yoga, crystal grid mapping, candle magic. We're going to have a full moon um, ritual, water ritual, and also a land ritual, a sister, a sister circle, excuse me, tarot, intention setting and manifestation, self-empowerment activities. We're going to do a photo shoot. We're going to have like so many things like when it comes to just black girl magic and just um, rituals and things like that. I know so many of my sisters are getting into um, tapping into their magic and I just want to kind of like be a vessel and just create spaces or just create opportunities for sisters to just really tap into their magic. And I'm just really honored that you all believe in my vision and you all are investing in self you know through me, so that is perfect. Um, due to the high response of it, I'm also adding um, other. Location. So Miami is also on sale now, and that will be June 8th. So if you are in the Miami area or you know someone who is in the Miami area, um, tell them about the mending space. Tickets are on sale for that on my website, www.aprilnicol.com, and that's A P R I L N I C H O L E. Um, So go ahead and check that out for June 8th. I will also be adding in a Los Angeles retreat and also a New Orleans retreat that I'm just like so excited about. So, yes, 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 yes. So I'm going to talk about what we're going to discuss this week. Um, I wanted to talk about forgiveness, the power of forgiveness, why we should forgive, um, how to forgive, some corners on how to forgive. I have wanted to do a... Uh, uh, episode on this for a long time. And I had even wrote it out. And um, I was invited to speak to facilitate to a group of sisters um, about forgiveness. And it was so well received. And I felt so good doing it. And I was like, you know what, you know, Nick, you wanted to do a episode on forgiveness you've wrote it out you've done it with these young ladies shout out to those young ladies who like really opened up took those notes and was open to forgiveness and open to how they can take that power back forgive move on bless release and restore their peace and it really showed me again that this is necessary and I should just go ahead and do the episode so um today's episode will be on forgiveness The power of forgiveness, why we should forgive, Um, what is forgiveness, what forgiveness fucking ain't, Um, and just those steps to um, move forward with releasing that shit and moving on with our life. So without further ado, let's get into the topic, shall we? Sometimes someone hurts us in a way that feels like irreparable and we say, you know, I'll never forgive you. Or, you know, when some, someone um, wounds us emotionally or physically and we think that it's just an unforgivable act. Like there's no coming back from that. Oh, no, there's no recovering from that. And but we're constantly being told that forgiveness is vital to our mental health. Forgiveness isn't about the other person. Forgiveness is about you. Forgiveness is about you. It's not about the other person. You know, and, 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 and everywhere around that. And I remember being told that, oh, when you forgive somebody, it's not about them. You doing it for you. And I used to be like, going be fucked up if you think that I'm doing that for me no I'm not relieving this person of what they've done to me of the burden of what they did to me no it's not for for me it's for them and I don't want to do that so I used to be the same type that's like no forgiveness is just bullshit forgiveness is just something that I feel like it's forced upon us that we just immediately have to do and I wasn't with the shit so, I've learned that that's not the case. That forgiveness really is for us. It's not for the other person. And sometimes when we forgive people, we don't even have to tell people that we have forgiven them. Forgiven them, excuse me, because again, it's not for them, it's for us. So, I thought. If I were to do a podcast episode on it, maybe I should just break down the word forgiveness and not just say, oh, these are the things that you need to do to forgive, but just talk about the word, talk about the definition, talk about what it is, talk about what it isn't, talk about scenarios that may require forgiveness just to paint this big picture of it so people can be more susceptible, or I'm sorry, receptive to um, maybe this is something that I should do. Maybe this is something that is for the betterment of me and not so much of them. Maybe this is something where I can be self-ish and do it for my greater good, to honor my greater good and not be so concerned about someone else. So the first question is, what is forgiveness? So let me say this. Forgiveness is the letting go of a grievance or judgment that you hold against someone else. When you forgive, you also let go of feelings of bitterness, resentment, and vengeance. Many people, again, they have a problem with the word forgiveness because they imagine forgiveness to equate to saying, I forgive you. and includes a hug, a pat on the back, or a blessing. So a lot of people think that when you forgive somebody, you are blessing them. When you forgive somebody, you are excusing their behavior. When you forgive somebody, you are minimizing the hurt, pain, rejection and disrespect and debasement that you have felt from the act of betrayal that they have done against you. So they think that saying "for I forgive you is another way of, of welcoming disrespect. Or welcoming debasement, welcoming disrespect. And this is not always the case, right? So, um sometimes it is. Alright, you know what? I forgive you, fuck it. All right, I forgive you. We gonna hug it out, and we gonna, you know, some things it's really not that serious. All right, you know, you still my boo. Okay, you still my best friend. Okay, you still my dog. You still my girl. It really ain't that serious. Hug, hug, hug. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Handshake, handshake. And we 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 bury the hatchet. Sometimes it's that clear cut, and sometimes it's not. You know, and forgiveness doesn't always have to involve the other person because it's not always for their benefit. Forgiveness is for you. I also like to say that forgiveness is a selfish act again, because it's for self. It's to release self. And it took me a lot of time and a lot of opportunities to like really mature to understand that to forgive somebody is for me to release the to release the need to to, to to stick it to somebody like they did it to me. To make them hurt them like they made me hurt to tit for tat. It really took a lot of maturity to say, I really don't have to do that. Because for me to release everything and release the hold that it has on me and the control and the power it has on me. It is far greater than me trying to stick it to someone else and do them tit for tat, right? So, I will say this. If the word forgiveness bothers you, you don't have to use forgiveness. You know, sometimes people use processing emotional trauma or releasing old wounds. Or, you know, I've decided to let bygones be bygones. I've decided to, you know, I don't know, um, just not deal with the fuck shit. Or, you know, I got bigger fish to fry. If you don't want to say the word forgiveness, because again, there is power in words, that's fine. I just want you to be comfortable with the word release or the concept of releasing yourself from the situation. So let's go into why you should forgive. So many studies have shown that participating or practicing forgiveness is good for you, for your emotional and physical health. This is because anger, bitterness, hate, etc these emotions weigh heavily on your body and in your thoughts when you don't process and release your emotions they remain trapped inside you and can cause physical ailments like stomach aches and high blood pressure and can worsen worsen excuse me depression and anxiety so when you hold on to feeling in will it will when you hold on to animosity, when you hold on to hate, when you hold on to anything that is negative, anything that does not serve your highest good, you take on that shit. Not the other person. You do. It begins to mess with your health. It begins to mess with your peace of mind. You begin to press begin to be depressed, excuse me, you begin to have feelings of anxiety, the anxiety attack, the panic attacks. losing sleep, losing weight, gaining weight, doing things or activities that are destructive to your psyche, that are destructive to your peace of mind, that are destructive to your, just your fucking, your peace of mind and your, and your quality of life. That's the word that I'm looking for. You have to get away from those things because if you res- forgive, excuse me, if you forgive, this will assist you in getting away from those things and will restore your peace of mind, will restore your mental health, will restore your physical health, will will restore your sleeping habits, your eating habits, and things like that, and will restore that equilibrium of quality living that you need to maintain for a a peace of mind and a good quality of life, right? So, people always ask me, do I have to forgive? (sighs) So, this is this. Forgiveness can be helpful to many, and forgiveness's ability to heal your wounds may surprise you if you try it. But forcing yourself to forgive before you're ready can actually deepen your feelings of trauma and anger. So don't let anyone, including Nikki, convince you to forgive when you're not ready or you don't want to. You are not broken just because you aren't okay with forgiving someone else's misdeeds. So I will say this, forgiveness is a process. And one thing that I have a problem with especially when we talk about religion is forgiveness because i feel like it does not allow people to go through the process of their feelings of being violated their feelings of being disrespected their 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 equilibrium of trust being disrupted by someone it's like when you have been harmed or when you've been when you've been violated it's like no 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 you have to forgive No, 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 no. And I think that it really, it really suppresses the natural process of going through something, processing something, allowing your psyche to process it allowing your body to process it and naturally get to the point where, okay, I've processed it. I've made sense of it. I've made peace with it and I'm willing to move on. I'm ready to move on. Forgiveness kind of takes all of that out of the way and say, no, you have to forgive. No. And it's kind of like you are made as the antagonist and the person who has done messed up stuff against you is made as the victim. Whereas no, you have to forgive that person and move on. And if you don't, you're the bad guy, even though they're the one who has done the fuck shit to you. Isn't that crazy? So I want you all to remember that when you have been wronged by something, you have every right to take your time and forgive. I just don't want you to stay in that situation where you identify yourself with what you've been through, where all of your identity comes from a sense of being a victim. No, there's nothing empowering about that. Yes, you dwell. Yes, you deal with the issue. And yes, you move the hell on. Okay? So... I will get into my second part of everything. And this is the whole thing when it comes to um, just forgive, forgiveness. How do you forgive even when it feels impossible? So usually this starts with someone hurting us in a way that feels irreparable, right? We'll go back to that. And this person um, who has wronged you. You will feel an initial wave of an emotion passing that presents you with a new challenge. Do you forgive the person? And again, when you forgive, you let go of your grievances and judgments and you allow yourself to heal. And I understand that this sounds good, but this is one of those things where it's easier said than done because I know some, in some instances, forgiveness seems impossible. Like, no, I can't forgive this person. That that he he's done the just the unthinkable. Or she's done the unthinkable. So, to learn how to forgive, you must first learn what forgiveness is not. You know, most of us hold on to some misconceptions about forgiveness. So we've already said what the definition of forgiveness is. We've already discussed you know, why you should forgive and do you have to forgive, right? So if we've talked about what forgiveness is, we also have to talk about what forgiveness is not. So here are some common misconceptions about forgiveness. Forgiveness doesn't always mean you are pardoning or excusing the other person's behavior. Forgiveness doesn't always mean you need to tell the person that he or she is forgiven, is forgiven excuse me. Like I said, this is about you. You don't even have to introduce the person into this shit. They don't even need to know that you've been forgiven or they've been forgiven. Excuse me, because, again, this is about you. Forgiveness doesn't always mean you shouldn't have any more feelings about the situation. Like a lot of people think that, all right, once I say I've forgiven someone, I can't feel some type of way about the shit anymore or I can't feel hurt about the shit anymore or I can't maybe bring it up again or maybe be triggered again by the after effects of it. When I say I forgive you, I it, it's like it disappears. And I'm not allowed to connect myself to it anymore. And that is a lie. That is not true. Just, just by saying you forgive somebody does not say, okay, it never happened. Slate has been... Um, wipe clean. And I have just pressed that little button they have on men in black where they make you forget about everything that you have just witnessed. That is not true. Um, forgiveness doesn't mean that there is nothing further to work out in the relationship or that everyone is OK now. No, that's not what forgiveness means. Forgiveness doesn't mean you should forget about the forget that the incident ever happened forgiveness doesn't mean you have to continue to include the person in your life. I think that that is the biggest thing that I want you all to walk away from. You can forgive somebody and not fuck with them no more, right? You can forgive somebody and say, I forgiveness forgive you, excuse me, but you still have to stay over there and I'm going to stay over here. You can forgive somebody and deny them access at the same time. You know that, right? Forgiveness is not hand in hand with you can come back into my life. And please, please, please do not let anybody emotionally blackmail you into thinking otherwise. Oh, because you've forgiven me, you should give me a second chance. Nope. Nope, 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 Forgiveness is not a BOGO deal. Forgiveness is not a buy one, get one free. I forgive you and I allow you to come back in my life. No, no, that's one coupon. And you know how they do with some coupons? You cannot use them in conjunction with another special or coupon. One, one, one per family or one per customer and one at a goddamn time, right? So that's how we need to do with forgiveness. Forgiveness, I can forgive you and not fuck with you in the same breath. I really want you all to take this from this damn servant and do this shit in remembrance of me. It does not mean that you get to pardon and welcome at the same time, okay? Forgiveness doesn't mean you have to continue to include the person in your life for the last time. And forgiveness isn't something that you do for the other person. I'm going to keep driving that home. So by forgiving, you are accepting the reality of what happened and you are finding a way to live in a state of resolution with it. This can be a gradual process. Again, it does not happen overnight. Don't let them Lifetime movies fool y'all. Don't let these new Netflix motherfucking movies fool y'all. These Hallmark movies, uh, uh Investigation, Discovery, HLN, or whatever the fuck y'all are watching these days. Don't let this shit fool you. This shit does not happen in one fucking episode or a season. Sometimes it, it takes you a long time to forgive someone and that's fine. It is on your time. Your time. You are the scale and you are the rule of measurement. I don't care how long it takes. I cannot stress to you enough to not allow someone to emotionally blackmail you to fucking forgive them on their timeline because you were not emotionally blackmailed when they were hurting you and you had to deal with that hurt. This is your time. Your time. And if somebody is really serious about being forgiven, if somebody is really remorseful in what they've done against you, they will respect your timeline and adhere to it. Okay? All right. Um, This can be a gradual process. And it doesn't necessarily have to include the person you are forgiving. Forgiveness isn't something you do for the person who wronged you. Again, it is something that you do for self. So, if something is if forgiveness is something you do for yourself, and if it can help heal you, why is it so hard? Why does it hurt so bad? Right? What what song was that? Uh Whitney Houston. Why does it hurt so bad? Waiting to Exhale. Check that shit out. Because that's she sung the hell out of that song, but I digress, right? I digress. So there are several reasons. You're filled with thoughts of retribution or revenge. You looking for revenge all motherfucking summer, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You trying to have retribution and revenge. You trying to have it should be your Saturday love. You, you can't do that. No, 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 no. You're addicted to the adrenaline that anger provides you. I've had some clients tell me um, when I'm angry, I feel the most powerful. When I get into forgiveness mode, I feel vulnerable, and I don't like that. When I'm mad, I'm able to be strong. When I'm mad, I can go against the rage. When I'm mad, I can stand up for myself. When I'm mad and I'm angry, I can say all the things against this person that I'm not or my body or my psyche does not allow me to when I'm this vulnerable, regular person. So I like being in the state of being angry. I don't want to forgive because I feel like if I get into forgiveness mode, I will get into punk ass mode. And I want to be 100% no bitch assness. Circa Puff Daddy in the early 2000s. Maybe another day. And I get that. I understand that in order to be in a state of forgiveness means that you have to practice a certain level of vulnerability. And this is something that people are not willing to go back into, especially when you have been violated, that's vulnerability in itself. So are you telling me that I have to revert back to the state that I was in when I was disrespected, when I was debased, when I was violated, when I was all of the above just to forgive this person? No, who the fuck wants to do that? I get it. Layman Nikki gets it 100%. But you know, there's this scholar side of Nikki. There's this psych nerd side of Nikki. There's this life coach side of Nikki. This counseling side of Nikki. Where I have to turn to my good book of therapy and be like, no, there's a better way. We gotta hit the money the fly way. Or hit the, hit the, what is it? Hit the hit the money the fly way. Making money the best way. But it's got to be a bit. That's not how we go. But y'all know the song that I'm talking about. And if y'all are too young to know the song I'm talking about, I feel like really old right now. So, again, back to my notes. You're addicted to the adrenaline, to the adrenaline that anger provides you. Your self-identity as a victim stifles you because a lot of y'all are comfortable with being victims. <laughs> A lot of y'all find y'all identity in being a victim. Y'all don't even want to forgive because after you forgive this person, this whole one trick pony of you feeling wrong and you feeling rejected and you feeling disrespected and debased and violated or whatever will go out of the window. And then what's what's going to be your new trick? That's why a lot of you all do not want to forgive people because you are afraid of what will be your new gimmick. What will be your next branding option? What will be your next self-identity crisis or attachment after you forgive this person? And you have to come out of that fucking sense of self-sabotage and slavery. Okay? So we got to stop tying, oh, I won't be a victim anymore. Because believe it or not, some people like to be a victim. Some people don't want to forgive because they like all of the attention and and fussing over and emotion and, oh, outrage and all of this other shit that comes with being wronged. And that's very unhealthy. And it's borderline dangerous. And we have a word for it in the extreme, in the psychology world, Munchausen syndrome. And we don't want that. Okay? So, we have to forgive. So we can think that, you know, we're, we'll have to renege or give up our title of being a victim. Or we may be afraid that by forgiving with forgiving someone, you have to reconnect with them or lose your connection with other folks. And that's not what that means. So now that we have discussed what forgiveness is not and why it's so hard, we need to ask ourselves, do I really want to forgive? Forgiveness requires feeling willing to forgive. Sometimes you won't because the hurt went too deep or because the person was too abusive or express no regret. Do not attempt to forgive someone before you have identified, fully felt, expressed, and released your anger and pain. And I didn't go over this when I first started, but forgiveness is not just for a significant other. Let me say that. Forgiveness can be towards a parent, a sibling, a friend, a teacher, a co-worker, um, a ex-flame, ex-cut friend, a baby daddy, a baby mama, an ex-wife, an ex-husband, um, somebody maybe who you bumped into in the supermarket, anybody that you have come in contact with, anybody who you have exchanged energy with can wrong you and can elicit a need or an opportunity to forgive them. You, it can be something as small as forgiving the kid that made me ran that motherfucking cart up against your, uh, your ankle in the Walmart while you was in there getting shit for your meal prep or the shit in there, your you wine for your Friday night, unwind. Or something as big as your mama, your ex-husband, your baby mama, an auntie, a cousin, a co-worker. Forgiveness has no face. Forgiveness has no relationship. Forgiveness has no tenure of time. So a lot of times when I ask people, you know, are there some folks in your life, in your past, in your present that you need to forgive? And they only think about a snapshot of right now. Nobody ever goes back into their past. Nobody ever thinks about how, you know, their relationship with their third grade teacher who may have made them feel bad because they weren't grasping reading comprehension or they weren't grasping cursive writing or they weren't grasping multiplicity. And they, they, they made them feel like they were stupid or they made them feel like they were less than dumb. All of these other things are operating at a subpar level, how it may have affected them moving forward. And this is someone who they also need to forgive. You know, maybe someone, a schoolmate who said something unkind to you. It does not always have to be someone who you've had an intimate connection with or someone you've had a long standing connection with. So let me say that. Okay? So we got to think about who we want to forgive. We have to think about who has done us wrong, who we need to make amends with, or who we feel needs to make amends with us. Right? So. If you decide you are willing to forgive, find a good place and time to be alone with your thoughts. Then try to follow these steps to forgive even when it seems impossible. So the first step is this. Think about the incident that angered you. Accept that it happened. Accept how you felt about it and how it made you react. In order to forgive, you need to acknowledge the reality of what occurred and how you were affected. So go back and it's okay to relive it. Go back in time as if you're a fly on the wall and try to look at it from a third party perspective. Excuse me. You know, think about how you felt. Assess your feelings. Assess how it made you feel. Assess everything about it, you know, and accept that you had no control over what happened. Assess and accept that this has no bearing on who you are as a person. Do not take on the responsibility of it. It is not yours. Put that shit down. Okay? And accept. It's nothing you can do about it at this point. It's happened. It's done. It's done. We can't go back. We're not going to go back. Get that control freak shit out of you. You can't go back. Now, what are we going to do to look forward? Release the power of feeling the need to be in control of changing something that you cannot change. Stop it. Next, acknowledge the growth you experienced as a result of what happened. What did it make you learn about yourself or about your needs and boundaries? Not only did you survive the incident, perhaps you grew from it. A lot of times we're so concerned and so wrapped up in what has happened to us that we haven't grasped, we have not identified, and we have not deciphered how we are a different person in a good way. We have not learned the lesson. And I say this all the time. When we are wronged, when we are done a certain way, we've already paid the tuition for it. You've paid the tuition for it, right? So why are you not cashing in on the lesson? Hmm? You're so caught up in what has happened to you. You're so caught up in how you are the victim and how you are wronged and how you are all of this shit that you're so stuck in that mode that you have not thought, what have I learned from this? How can I make myself 2.0? How can I make myself 3.0? Mm-mm. But you have already paid for some shit. Check has already been fucking wrote and cashed. You know? You just paid for a lesson. And I say this this is a quote that's floating around social media of mine that people didn't remove my name from over and over again. And I'm cool with it. Sometimes pain is the tuition that we learn or the tuition that we have to pay to learn something, to upgrade. Sometimes pain is a tuition. Sometimes betrayal is that tuition. So with that being said, you have just paid for something. The check has cleared. When are you going to pick up your shit? When are you going to pick up your package? Hmm? The shit has been left on your doorstep, delivered. Your package, your book, whatever you want to call this lesson that you just paid for has been wrapped in a nice pretty bow. On your doorstep and you just walking by. The shit every day you come home from work, school, or whatever it is that you do during the day. You step over the shit and you walk into a house of feeling anxious. You walk into a home of feeling upset, uptight, and all of this shit. When you have a gift at your front door that you have already paid for and you just keep walking over it. Why? Why are we doing this? Why are we playing ourselves? Let's stop doing this shit. Unwrap that fucking gift embrace the fucking gift embrace the lesson level the fuck up it's like when mario um when he uh hits the little shit with the question mark on and it's a mushroom and he uh the the mushroom and goes doom 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 and he gets bigger that's what the fuck we need to do break through that box that question mark box eat that fucking mushroom and level up Stop looking at it as victim, 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 and look at it at the fucking lesson that it was supposed to teach you. Because sometimes that's the tuition we got to pay to level up. Sometimes it is. Sometimes people have to betray us. Sometimes fuck shit has to happen to us. Sometimes bullshit has to happen to us to get us to that next level. Me At the level that I am, and I still have some levels to go, I can honestly look back on some fuck shit that has happened to me and said if I had a chance to do it all over again, I would want to do it all over again because this shit helped me level up. Okay? So start looking at shit like that. And I have programmed myself, whereas when bullshit happens to me, I automatically look for the lesson. I don't even take it personal. When people do shit to me that I think is fucked up, when people do shit to me and I think that we were quote unquote better than that, I don't look at none of that shit. What is the fucking lesson that I was supposed to learn? I separate them from it. You were just a vessel for me to learn this shit. You were just the carrier of this textbook that I needed to learn from. And that's cool. I can separate you from that. I'm a, I'm a forgive you, but I'm also not going to, for, for, you know, let you come back into my life because I understand that maybe you was just here for that lesson and I gotta be okay with that. You know, everybody that comes in your life ain't permanent. <laughs> And with that being said, we say we understand this, but we think that, oh, everybody that comes into our life isn't permanent. So this means that we'll always leave on good terms. No, <laughs> sometimes these motherfuckers that come in our life that we understand are not permanent. They have to leave in ways that, that are debilitating to us in ways that we feel as though are disrespectful and destructive because if they would have left in any other way, we would let them back you know, into our life. No. They come in, sometimes they wreck havoc and they get the fuck on about their business. And we are the same way in other people's stories. You know? But back to the back to the manuscript. So um when we think about when we have our after action review about what has happened, think about our boundaries. Because we don't want this shit to happen again. So take this lesson and apply it to, to 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 future. Excuse me. How are we going to recalibrate our boundaries? How are we going to look at how we accept people into our life? You know, maybe how rigid we are with new connections, how loose we are with new with new um, connections. So I always say that if you have been hurt so deeply by something and you allow yourself to keep being in the same situation, same situation, same situation, you are wasting your time and you are just giving your time away. You are not seeing what the fucking common denominator is, which is you. It's you who has to change and you are not grasping the lesson. And one thing I've learned about the universe, if you don't grasp that lesson, they're going to keep sending it to to you again and again. And again, we are currently in in Mercury retrograde and I am experiencing a lot of things, a lot of ghosts from fuckboy past, a lot of ghosts from bullshit ass people past and everything trying to re-enter my life. And if I had been operating under this guise of, I'm just going to keep letting history repeat itself. I'm not going to... Take the lesson. I'm not going to take what I was supposed to learn. I would be in hell right now. But I see these people coming a mile a minute. I see people like them coming a mile a minute, and I am I am using the tuition that I have paid for, and I am saying no mas. Keep it fucking moving. I'm not interested. I'm not. But I have had to release myself from that. I have had to really break down the situation and see I was not in the wrong. I have really had to break down the situation and say, okay, what are the things that I need to learn from this? Outside of forgiving this person, I just paid for a lesson. What is it? And how can I make it valuable in my life moving forward and apply it? So next, Think about the other person. He or she is flawed because all humans are flawed. He or she acted from limited beliefs in a skewed frame of reference because sometimes we all act from our limited belief in skewed frames of reference. When you were hurt, the other person was trying to have a need met. Simple as that. What do you think this need was and why did the person go about it in such a hurtful way? So one of the cool things about me as a behavior scientist, as a psych nerd and all of that is I always look at human behavior. I always separate April Nicole from the situation. And I put on my critical thinking hat as a behavioral scientist and a psychology buff, whatever you want to call me. And I like break it down. You know, I put myself in the other person's shoes. You know, I kind of do a psychological autopsy of the dead ass fucking situation that now is. Why did you do this? If I can understand the psyche of the person or if I can understand the behavior of something, I am more apt to accept it. That's just me and how I operate. But when I really look at the person, not as the antagonist, not as the antagonist against me, but just the person, period. Just, just from top to bottom and I can understand. Now, that don't mean I'm still going to fuck with them. That 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 We're going to go back to number one and number two. That don't mean that I'm going to fuck with them. That just means that I understand why you did the fucked up shit. You still fucked the best person that I don't want around me, but okay, I make sense of it. It makes sense, but you got to make sense to fuck over there somewhere because I'm not fucking with you no more. Okay? So kind of put yourself in the other person's shoes. And my father has a saying, if you know what you're dealing with, you can't get mad. If you know what you're dealing with, you can't get mad. If you know what you're dealing with, you can't get mad. Why are you always mad, Nicole? You know what you're dealing with. You know they were going to do that. You know that this was their background. And my father (laughs) is, uh, go figure, a therapist. (laughs) So my conversations with my father are not so much those father-daughter conversations, but we be like breaking shit down. We converse about things and we break it down psychologically. And he has these sayings that he says to me that I guess only I can, you know, really understand and decipher or whatever that are like (laughs) psychologically metamorphically, metamorphically, excuse me. You know, where it's like, it makes sense to me. Like, if you know what you're dealing with, why are you getting mad? You know, you knew that the person was borderline, blah, blah, blah. You knew that the person was this, that, and the third. So why are you getting mad if you understand it? That doesn't mean that you need to embrace it and accept it. But why are you getting yourself in a frenzy? If you know that this is what people like that do. If you know they're just doing their job. They're just doing what they have been pre-wired to do. And it has nothing to do with you. So why are you picking that fucking bag up and it does not have your name on it? And I say the same thing to you all. Why? So think about the other person. They may not have the wherewithal to make decisions like you. They may not have the wherewithal or the cognitive functioning to do shit right. Or, or, or do shit that is honorable. They may not have it. And sometimes this shit ain't even about you. So why are you taking it personal? Sometimes when people hurt us. It don't got dick to do with us. But with them. So why are you folding them motherfucking dirty ass clothes up. And tucking it into your fucking suitcase. For you to drag behind you. Why? Why? Stop doing that. Lastly. Finally decide whether or not you want to tell the other person that you have forgiven them. If you decide not to express forgiveness directly, then do it on your own. Say the words, I forgive you aloud and then add as much as much explanation as you feel is merited. I forgive you because I forgive you because. A lot of times people think that when we forgive people, it's supposed to be pretty. Like, again, I say, y'all be watching these Hallmark movies, Lifetime Movie Networks, and all this other bullshit. No. Again, we don't have to forgive somebody and let them be privy to forgiveness or let them off the hook. You know, sometimes we can, you know what, I forgive so-and-so for what they did to me, and I release that because it is not for my highest good, and that is that. We don't have to tell them. We don't have to re-engage with them. We don't have to share energy with them just to say that because sometimes it ain't worth. It's not worth me sharing my energy with you just to tell you that i have forgiven you. It's easier for me to say it out loud, to kill its power, and to release it and move the fuck on. We don't owe people shit. This whole thing of closure, this whole thing of meeting at motherfucking Starbucks or motherfucking Panera Bread or whatever the fuck y'all want to meet at for closure, y'all need to kill that shit. Because you don't always need to meet with somebody who has wronged you for closure. Stop romanticizing closure. Stop making closure a fucking fantasy. It's not always pretty. Oh, yes, let's meet. At the, at, the, at the coffee house on 39th in Lennox and all of this other bullshit. Let's not do that. We don't always have to do that. We can say, you know what, so-and-so did blah, 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 and I forgive them, and that's motherfucking that. And I'm moving on. I'm releasing that shit. Light a fucking candle. Take that shit to your altar for my brew house. Light a candle. Write your partition. Burn that shit and get the fuck on with your life. Okay, stop romanticizing and fantasizing fucking forgiveness because you don't got to do all of that. Because when we share energy with someone, especially somebody who doesn't have remorse, especially somebody who may not even be open to asking for forgiveness, you know, or might not even be open to all right, I want to right my wrongs. We're just going to press the reset button because they're going to say something that triggers us. They're going to do something that triggers us. You know, because who really likes to admit when they're wrong and we're just going to keep digging a hole for ourselves because again, this don't got dick to do with them. This is about you. And you don't need nobody's permission or nobody's presence to substantiate or to stamp an approval on your fucking um, apology. Or not apology, but your forgiveness. Remember that. You don't need nobody there. You grant permission for that. You, not anybody else. Okay? So if that means you need to do a ritual, if that means that you need to do something special, if you need to, like I say, go to your altar, if that means that you need to go outside and yell out loud, loud, if you need to book a session, whatever it is that you need to do, again, this is about you because forgiveness is about being self-ish. So if it's a self-ish act, why the fuck are you making this into a fucking fiesta? Why is this turning into a kickback? Why is this turning into a house party? Why are we inviting motherfuckers that really don't need to be fucking invited? Nobody who needs to be on the guest list. You putting these motherfuckers on the VIP list for what? This is about you. You have the power. Give yourself the power of forgiveness. Okay? Because maybe the person <laughs> might not want forgiveness from you. Maybe the person is cool with you being mad at them and now you are going to be pissed off because I'm going to tell you something. When people have wronged us and we want to hold on to that shit and we want to be mad and we want to take the shit out on somebody else and we want to, I'm never going to date again or I'm never going to insert whatever activity into the blank again that the person did against us or I'm never going to allow somebody to this. You hurting you, Boo. Because the person who has offended you is going to fuck on about their life. And do you think they thinking about you? Hell ass no. Do you think that they like, oh, that was some fucked up shit that I did to so and so? Do you think that they're like, oh, I need to call so and so and make that right? They probably ruined in the next motherfucker's life. Just like they ruined your life or tried to ruin your life. So while you sit in there holding on to all of this hate, this grief, this guilt, this this misplaced anger. This, this this, bitterness and all of this stuff, they going on the fuck about their life, living their life happily, probably ruining somebody else's life and they ain't thinking about you. So why the fuck you holding on to that? Why are you swallowing that pill that is supposed to be for them? Release that shit, spit that shit out. It's not for you. So you are double punishing yourself. The first punishment was going through the motions of What the fuck the aftermath of what they did to you? And the second one is re-victimizing yourself. Now you're your own antagonist. By not allowing yourself to fully heal and not allowing yourself to be open to better experiences and positive experiences because you're still holding on to this experience. You're not going to open yourself up to maybe getting a, a, a good man in your life because this man has fucked you over and you holding on to that shit while he probably being fuck boy. He on his fuck boy tour, you know, fucking up this girl life and that girl life or she on her fuck girl tour, fucking up this dude life and that girl life and you over here just I'm not gonna date again you over here singing motherfucking i my heart what good is that doing hmm hmm Are you over here like, I ain't trusting women no more. I don't don't fuck with women no more. And she over here being two-faced to this person, that person, or whatever. You are blocking your blessings from real sisterhood. Real women who want to come into your life and love upon you and be your sister and, and, and help you on your journey. And give you resources and connections that you need to propel you to the level in which the universe wants you to be on. But you still stuck on some shit that happened in motherfucking 92. Why? Why? You hurting yourself. Let that shit go. Let it go. Build the motherfucking snowman. Okay? Do you want to build a snowman? Yes. Build that shit. And get it the fuck on. Take Olaf ass the fuck outside. Do what the fuck y'all need to do and get the hell on about your business. You hear me? Huh. <sighs> so... I will close by saying this. Forgiveness puts the final seal on what happened that hurt you. You will still remember what happened, but you will no longer be bound by it. Having worked through the feelings and learned what you need to do to strengthen your boundaries or get your needs met, you are better able to take care of yourself in the future. Forgiving the other person is a wonderful way to honor yourself. It affirms to the universe that you deserve to be happy. And what do we say about things? The law of attraction. When we talk about, okay, I deserve this. If we on our mama D, I deserve, it shows up at our doorstep. When we show the universe that, okay, this happened to me, I have, I have, cashed in on my tuition. I have gotten my diploma, my degree, whatever, my lesson, whatever, and I'm willing to move on. The universe will provide you with and present opportunities with you that are at your new level. But how is the universe going to do that if you're still vibrating on a level that does not serve you and does not honor you? hmm? Think about that. Just think about that. Okay? I'm signing off because this is my hour. My name is A. Nicole. And I'd like to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nikki's Thought Podcast. If you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Nikki's Thoughts. And that is at N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. If you want to follow my page, my sisterhood page, where every day is Therapy Thursday follow A Tribe Called Sis at A Tribe Called Sis. Make sure that you're following my um, nonprofit on reducing the stigma of mental health in the African-American community and networking and connecting um, black men, women, and children. That is at I Just Want My People to Heal, and the website for that is www.ijustwantpeopletoheal.org I also have an online store where I sell a vegan bath and body um line that is handcrafted and curated by your truly. Accessories, um, apparel, um, everything. I got everything from scrubs to yoni pearls, y'all. To yoni eggs. And that is at Black Sauce Brand. And the website for that is www.blacksaucebrand.com. Um, for tutoring, for um, academic mentoring, make sure that you email me at Black Sauce Enrichment Center and you can follow me on Instagram on that page at Black Sauce Enrichment Center. We enrich um, higher learning, we enrich education, especially STEM-focused um, programs and we have online tutoring and personal development. Again, shoot me an email, BlackSauce Center at gmail.com so that we can the tutoring and this is from pre-k to post-grad i am signing off you all have a beautiful week and i will see you next week thanks for tuning in to nikki's thoughts podcast so i know you're gonna fall for me